three, two, one. Hey, and welcome to the first ever episode of the Texafornia podcast. We're going to be doing this all throughout the year and many to come. It's going to be every Wednesday. It's going to come out on YouTube, of course, right here, but also Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere else you're going to be able to see podcasts. I am your host, David Roseman, as well as... I'm Paige Frasington. <laughs> and we're just going to be here. We're going to be talking about everything from culture, politics, and trying to give you know different perspectives and show how at the end of the day, we're all a lot more similar than we all different. We kind of consider this your, your deep dive into deep thought, your insight into intellectualism uh, of a bit. But yeah, so today's topic, starting it off right, Texas versus California. What's the best place in the US? I think uh, given everything happening, it's clear that these are the big choices if you look uh, historically from you know the time of New York reigning supreme up and towards the modern day. There's a very clear shift in what's going on in America that it's, uh, it's obvious that these are the big players. So um, Paige, let's get started. Uh, also make sure we got it switched up where they can just see you. Just a second. No worries, no worries. How are you doing okay. today, by the way? Good, good, how are you? I'm, I'm good, I'm good. good. Yeah, went swimming this morning, so. Oh, fun. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, so we're going to be talking about California versus Texas. So I'm a Texan. I live in the Houston area. And then David. Oh, I'm from California. I, well, I'm not from California. I'm from Georgia, but I've been in California about three years now in LA. Yeah, but we've been friends because uh, David is from Georgia. I went to the University of Georgia, so we went to college together um, and met there. And then, you know, David's moved out to LA since then. I've moved back to Texas where I'm originally from. And we're both kind of, you know, interested in representing the states for sure. Yeah, um, but you know, we're here for the debate. So I'm gonna get started. <laughs> I'm gonna be making a few points, but ultimately that I'm going to be making the argument that California is the best place to live. And there's a lot more to California than, you know, the way it's covered. Uh, the coverage is almost predominantly dominated by Los Angeles and San Francisco, but as the biggest state in the union uh, and one of the, well, in terms of population and Popular. one of the biggest states in terms of actual landmass, I believe it's third. You know, there's so much more to the state than what's commonly reported on and for good reason. Um, so I'm gonna get a little more into that. Uh, you wanna do a little intro on Texas? Yeah, well, of course, everyone knows Texas. We have a big reputation and we are 1.7 times bigger by landmass actually than California. Um, but the population is a little bit smaller in Texas, but it's growing very rapidly. Um, Texas, you know, a lot of people think of cattle ranches and oil and things, but there's a lot of amazing things about Texas. The biggest medical center in the world is here in Houston. You know, there's a lot of cities, there's a lot of technology. Um, so there's a really diverse array of landscapes in Texas. There's a really diverse amount of people in Texas. And I think that that's sometimes lost right now. Definitely. Um, I want to make my first point on saying that I'm trying to show that beyond, you know, the celebrities and the influencers and the tech giants, California is dominated by many very, very successful families that grow up, you know, and build lives for themselves and for their children. A really good example, one of the best things California has, almost undisputed, is the best public college system in the nation. Public college rankings, if you look at them in any year, in any fair list, they are completely dominated by California schools. 
Uh, in last year's ranking, according to US News, you have UCLA number one, UC Berkeley number two. <laughs> and that's not it. UC Santa Barbara, UC Irvine, and UC San Diego are all in the top 10. So half of the best public schools are all part of the UC system. Uh, also, another thing that's misleading is while UCLA and many of these other big schools are very expensive out of state, we're talking an average of 13,000 in-state tuition for UCLA students, which is tremendously low compared to a lot of other places, especially for the level of education you're getting for a school that is top of the league in so many places, and you know, uh, including a top 20 law school uh, that I'm sure Paige would be interested in, uh, great undergraduate divisions. And it's not just public, they also have Stanford, one of the best private institutions in the entire world, consistently ranked in the top 10. And you know, as soon as you get out of the the East Coast elites, it, it's the best in the business. So I think for the actual families growing up, it's very easy for them to see a path to say, I can take my kids, send them to college for an affordable way. They can get a great education, you know, that's going to make sense and lead to them getting great jobs, which I'll be talking about later on. So that's point number one. Okay, well, that is a really interesting and good point. And by the way, it's completely right. First off, I want to say I'm going to say some negative things about California throughout this podcast, but wow. I don't I don't hate California. I actually really love it. You know, I used to live in San Francisco when I was very young. I love the state. I think it's absolutely beautiful there. And there's a lot of positive things, just like the public college system. But unfortunately, California's public college system is elite, whereas their regular education system has its own challenges. You know, the K through 12 system in both Texas and California really needs improvement and has a lot of struggles. So I think that that's something that is not as focused on when you think about, okay, well, your colleges are great, but how great are your, you know, the schools that are feeding into these uh, colleges? One thing that's that I'm, important thing. one thing you're gonna hear throughout her argument is uh, <laughs> you're gonna hear how California is bad, but you're not gonna hear how Texas is any better. So while California, I will admit, I did look it up, <laughs> not the best public high schools oh. by any means. They're, they're always within five points of Texas in any direction. So it's not like they're doing all that better. We're not Vermont or something. They're five doing... points behind, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, no. So, I mean, I think I'd like to, obviously, I don't appreciate the attacks here, but first off, you know, Texas has a really great education system as well in terms of the public schools. Uh, the UC, UC system is amazing, obviously, but University of Texas is very elite school um, and basically everything that they do, Texas A&M has one of the probably strongest alumni networks in the entire country, Rice University in Houston, really great private school. There's, so there is great education to be had in the state of Texas. Um, but really, I think I wanna get back to another point that you've made talking about average families in California versus Texas. And I think that this is really where we can talk about why people are leaving the state of California so rapidly. Okay, all right, all versus, right. And also moving to Texas, you know. So really, I think that the cost of living is just astronomically high in uh, California. And it's so high that it's hard for, you know, average people to even survive. You know, you have a huge homelessness crisis because of this. You have a lot of different issues, but in LA County, the median home sale price is $850,000. That is not what the average, you know, person can afford. Now I will give to California that actually, you know, they do earn more money in Los Angeles, don't worry. In LA County, the median income was $68,000 for a household. 
in Harris County, which is Houston, Texas, the average income was $61,000. But in Harris County, the median home sale price is $259,000. So the cost of living is just astronomically high out there. And it really prices out people, you know, average working class people, lower income, middle class people, they really are slowly like seeing their American dream die. Uh, California has one of the lowest rates of home ownership in the entire country because of this. And that's really how you build generational wealth. So in terms of the financial aspects for an average family who's middle class, really being in Texas is a place that they can thrive. Okay, uh, again with the anti-California attack. I was prepared for this one though. And again, this goes to my, my main argument that when people think of California, they don't think of California, they think of Los Angeles or San Francisco. And as a resident of LA County uh, in Santa Monica area, I will be the first to tell you that it is very expensive to live in LA County. However, I wanna make it very clear that LA County is by no means indicative of California as a whole. And I have a lot of facts to back it up. First off, um, the median household income for California as a state is $75,000. Now, the median income for Texas is $60,000. Now you would say that you're getting a lot more bang for your buck, but I'm gonna challenge that argument. And first thing that I wanna to come to is the number one argument people are gonna make is that the taxes are too high. Taxes being high is one of the most misleading statistics you will ever see. I brought up the tax rate. The California tax rate is a base of 7.5% with the highest bracket of 13.3%. Now. If you are a quadruple multimillionaire, losing 13% of your money is tremendously bad. And I can understand why someone who is very, very wealthy would look at a place like Texas or Florida and say, saving 13% for me is worth any amount of money. But for the average family who's making that 75,000, the actual amount of money they're paying in state income taxes averages $2,303. So they have 75K, they pay an extra two grand essentially in taxes, which leaves them with about 73 to $72,000 on average compared to Texas who's paying no median, but is still at that measly 60. And we're gonna get to the house prices. You should never buy a house in LA County. I'm gonna make that very clear. It's a bad <laughs> investment. However, there are three states, sorry, cities within California that I'm going to be referencing all throughout this conversation. Murrieta, California, the Redlands, California, and Irvine, California. Three of the best places, not in California, in America to live. And I have a bunch of reasons why. But a good uh, example is that in the Redlands, California, the median income is 71,000. So after that 2,000, $69,000, you're getting a lot of money. The average home price is only 372,000, which is still above the average, I'm not gonna lie, but it's very, very affordable on that salary. And, uh, you know, we're going to talk more about California, but all the bang you are getting for that buck is incomparable, not just to Texas, but to anywhere else in America. The upsides of California in the good areas really unmatched. Okay, well, I think that it's an interesting tact that you've chosen to take here because you're focusing on, you know, some of the smaller cities and towns in the state of California. And certainly, by the way, Texas is not just farm fields, you know, it's Dallas, Houston, Austin, San Antonio, you know, huge cities, but it's also not just those people. That's, and that's certainly true. And also for California, that's true. 
But in LA County, I've chosen to focus on LA County and San Francisco because 10 million people live in Los Angeles County. So really the average Californian's experience is going to be revolving around these large cities. And I, and I would say tell you that really the average Texan's experience in general, especially nowadays, and as people are moving in, the people who are moving in, the Californians, for example, people who are moving in, their, their existences are gonna be centered around the larger cities in Texas as well. So that's kind of why I chose to focus on it because I can tell you great statistics. My hometown, by the way, is one of the rated frequently and one of the best places to live in America. You know, it's a suburb of the Houston area. Um, and I could tell you about different statistics for the woodlands, whatnot. But if I told you about that, I feel like I honestly wouldn't be representing the state of Texas accurately no matter how great the statistics in one individual town or three, as you've mentioned, individual towns are. I got plenty <laughs> others. I just picked the best three. Uh, you know, quite frankly, as a outsider, I don't even know that I've heard of uh, the first one that you've named. And I think I could possibly tell you where the Redlands ends, maybe. The Redlands yeah. is up north. Up north. Well, I wanted to be representative. Yeah. So Marietta's, um, it's still south. It's more middle. The Redlands is more north, and then Irvine's like really south, basically a, sub a suburb of uh, LA County. Yeah, I'm not familiar with Irvine. Irvine, sorry. Um, we have Irving in Texas for Irvine, <laughs> California. Um, but, you know, the really, I think you've got to think about like these costs of living. And another thing, it's not even just the home prices. Gas is another one, by the way, that we could talk about. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh shush. So the average cost of a gallon of gas in California is $3.22. In Texas, it's $1.94. <laughs> you know, things like building permits. So that's the reason that, house, that uh, California has such a large housing shortage because really it takes a few months to get a building permit in Texas. It can take literally years in order to build. So they have not been able to build the amount of houses and that's why they have a housing shortage that's caused, you know, rapid levels of homelessness, really high rates of, um, you know, lack of home ownership, excuse me. Um, you know, people really have struggled to buy homes in California or even just survive or even just pay rent in some of these very expensive areas because the building permits and literally just all the regulation and red tape that exists throughout the state. And that, that affects businesses, it affects homeowners, it affects everything that you do, the levels of red tape and regulation that run throughout the entire state. I'm not going to argue with a lot of those points, specifically in terms of, you know, the major cities, San Francisco and LA. One of the biggest issues with those cities as someone who lives there is there are, you know, literally millions of people like me who came there you know, to find work and better their careers, not necessarily to buy a home and start a family. And I feel like the high number of renters and the high number of young people who are really there temporarily drastically skew the statistics in those cities in a way that creates a fair narrative that is not representative. And that's the reason why I wanted to focus on the places outside of the main cities because that's where people are saying, hey, I live in California. I plan on living in California indefinitely. Even many of the richest people you'll find in San Francisco or LA are really only there for work. And many of them, if they would move to a place like a Santa Barbara or you know a Redlands or some sort of suburb, but they're essentially only there in that area for work. And I actually think 
you know, I don't want to get into COVID much at all, but in a <laughs> post-COVID world in a few years, I feel confident you're going to see a lot of statistics showing that uh, the sprawl of the cities is going to increase and a lot of the richer people are going to move to the type of areas that I'm talking about that are thriving really well here. Um, I want to move on a little bit. And one of the main features of California that I feel, oh, did you have a point you want to make? Uh, well, I was kind of get, kind of going to get into more of the business side of things because I think that's important. But oh, I was taking in a whole different direction. So yeah, do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the other thing—it's not just individuals, by the way, leaving the state of California. It's companies too. You know, Oracle announced their deal very recently that they're moving to Texas. Uh, HP Enterprises is moving 15 minutes from my house um, out of California. Um, Charles Schwab has left San Francisco and is moving to Dallas. CBRE, the real estate firm, is moving to Dallas. They're moving to Dal Dallas and they're moving to Texas because there's no state income tax here. The people who are generally higher earners, these are people in the technology industry who are going to be making better money. You know, they're able to still stretch their dollar a lot further. They're able to live a lifestyle that they want to live. And, you know, these cities in Texas are growing. There's a lot of opportunity here. Um, and it's really an incredible place. Um, and again, we also have Elon Musk. He's building the largest Tesla factory outside of uh, Austin. He's moved here personally. He's built a SpaceX facility here in Texas. So really, Texas's economy is continuing to grow and diversify beyond just the traditional oil and gas that has, you know, fueled it early on. And I think that that's, it just presents a lot of opportunity, a lot of diversity, a lot of interesting things that are happening in the state here. You know, that's really interesting. I knew you'd bring this point up. Uh, I'm going to ask you a question. Yeah. Do you know where Tesla is headquartered? Yeah, in California, in yes. uh, Alameda County, I want to say. Do you know where Google is headquartered? <laughs> in Silicon Valley, yeah. Do you know where Apple is headquartered? Cupertino. Do you know where Amazon is headquartered? Actually, it's actually not. Seattle. Yeah, I, was gonna, I, was like, I was like, I was like, you're not going to tell me. It's. I was like, it's definitely the Seattle, right? No, it's definitely um, Seattle. I was just asking wait, if you knew. I was. Way to give me a trick question there. Um, <laughs> the point no. I'm making is, while many of these places are moving, a lot of them are moving their facilities, but there's a lot more that goes into it. I want to have a little more in-depth conversation about that. Um, I first want to challenge your point that these are increasing the standard of living for their employees. These companies, and I don't want to get too political on episode one, but these <laughs> major companies make a lot of money and they pay their employees a lot of money. If you look at any of their actual statistics, it's what drives, it's the reason why you can't use average for anything in San Francisco, because the average person makes like a million bucks, but the median person makes like you know, 80 grand, it's insane because these people are getting paid so much money by these massive organizations. They are not increasing their standard of living by moving is the point I'm making. The average person working at these tech companies is making hundreds of thousands of dollars. They live in the nicest apartments and the nicest homes in the areas, everything amazing you could afford. Those places are moving for business purposes. Now that's a perfectly fair argument. However, I think taxes alone are a very weak argument because we've heard time and time again, many of these biggest organizations pay almost no taxes. <laughs> they have the ability to show large scale losses. I understand they're moving and it's a very fair argument, but I also wanna say they're moving from California because California is the hub for innovation. I would All say, of these organizations. 
Sorry, I'm going to push back a little bit and stuff. I would say that I agree with you that it's not only taxes. I would say it's also regulation that is really crippling to businesses, not just major corporations, but small businesses as well. You know, from their handling of every situation, you know, the environmentalism, COVID, all of these different issues really makes it a very hard place to do business. And California is consistently ranked very low in terms of the places to do business in the country. And Texas is consistently ranked number one as the state to do business in, in this country. Which is a good point, but that also doesn't account for the idea that all of these businesses are started here. It's, and I, I call it the hub of innovation for a reason. The reason they're moving to Texas is because they were in California. <laughs> you know, all of these places start, you know, and I goes to the overall narrative I'm trying to push. We have these great schools, you know, and we create smart people and we give them an environment to pursue their dreams and create this. And, you know, it's not just Silicon Valley. California is the cultural standard for the entire world. You know, all the products we use from iPhones, everything with Microsoft. I mean, the fact that we're shooting this podcast, it's gonna be on YouTube every Wednesday, Spotify every Wednesday, and Apple every Wednesday. All companies that were founded and are headquartered in California. And I don't think that's on accident, but, they also set the cultural standard for the world. Movies, TV shows, celebrities, influencers, almost essentially all LA, but that culture, American culture, is essentially all created here. And American culture is essentially the culture of the world. I mean, that's not really just a California versus Texas thing. The cultural impact of California is stronger than anywhere else on the planet. Okay, so first off, I'm actually not going to like try to dispute your point by that much because I would say that it's absolutely true that California has been a leader in innovation. Um, I believe Microsoft is based in uh, Seattle as well. I may be wrong about that, but I don't think they're in California. Um, I could really? be wrong. Anyways, I could be wrong, but I'll, I'll, it doesn't matter that much. But I would tell you that I think that California has been a center of innovation. And of course the cultural influence of California and the Kardashian lifestyle and Hollywood and everything else out there 100% it's absolutely huge. And I would say that I feel like it, it's been sad to me to watch because I do love the state of California so much that there is really a decline happening in California. You know, people are leaving, big companies are leaving, you know, people of all types are exiting the state. And I do think that, you know, if this trend continues, the innovation that's happening in California, it's gonna start happening elsewhere. And it's gonna start happening in places like Texas. Um, and by the way, Texas has had a lot of innovation, obviously, over the years. Like I said earlier in the podcast, the largest medical center in the entire world is in Houston, Texas. And people, you know, come here from all over the world to be treated at these hospitals here because they're so highly ranked. There's, you know, experts in all sorts of things that people can need. So really, Texas has driven innovation in the medical field and, you know, innovation in the energy field. Of course, Houston is the energy capital of the entire world. Um, and, it's, and it's important to kind of think about those things. But as people leave the state of California, um, I feel like California's technological edge and their innovative edge is going to start to decline. And it really, I think, already has. And I don't know whether they're going to be able to maintain the sort of things that they've maintained expectation-wise um, over the decades. Like, I feel like the golden age of California has kind of been lost, like the boom times of maybe the 80s or something is, it's gone downhill since then. 
and when these others uh, you know states including texas can actually show that innovation then we'll have a different discussion but we have to talk in today uh, uh, you is, mentioned by the way i just want to mention dell computers is based in austin started in austin everything so uh, yeah no there, i looked up there dell. is there is innovation happening um, when's the last time you used a dell computer uh, we had one a while ago <laughs> exactly all right so you <laughs> talked a lot about uh the healthcare system in texas let's talk a little more about that in california equals wealth uh, let's look at some statistics, right? So we talked a lot about business. Let's talk about how the people actually are. In terms of the 50 states rate, sorry, states rate unhealthiest, which is a general margin, but it's a combination of a lot of real statistics that I could bore you with, but trust me, California's ranked the fifth healthiest state, which is insane considering they have a population of 40 million people, over 10% of the entire population. Texas was ranked 25th, very low in the middle. Uh, but let's talk a little bit more, right? It's not just general health. California has the fourth lowest adult depression rate, which is crazy considering it's nothing but homeless people. You think they'd be sad. <laughs> I mean, it's unbelievable. And they have the fifth lowest work hours, which of course, because they're all homeless, they don't have any time to work. But, <laughs> okay. but so, think about this. Wait, no, I got more of this. I'm right, creating I'll a full finish, narrative. Finish, finish. Fifth lowest work hours, but they make the highest amount of money of any city comparatively if you consider how many people are in the state. Obviously, places like Maryland, Vermont have the highest median income, but they have a tenth of the population. So it's not very comparable. They definitely make more than Texas. Uh, Texas also has the fifth highest imprisonment rate. California has the 19th lowest. Texas has the 11th highest poverty rate, despite the fact that their houses are so cheap and everybody doesn't pay any taxes. And California <laughs> is all the way down at the 25th highest poverty rate, which is crazy considering everyone is homeless. I don't know how that most people are above the poverty line. Uh, also, last point on this, health is very important. And if you look at actual statistics of you know death, you're gonna see that Texas is one of the highest states in terms of people dying of cancer, people dying of accidents, uh, chronic respiratory issues, people are really unhealthy there. And if you look <laughs> at California, you're gonna see one of the lowest in heart disease, lowest in cancers, lowest in stroke percentage, the absolute lowest accident in all those electric cars. And think about this, they have the highest population. So the fact that they are the lowest in any of these rates is tremendous and it shows that a lot of these regulations really do help to create, you know, a more positive environment for the average family to live and, and live a healthy long life. All right, I'm going to push back just a little bit. I actually do agree with you that California has a tremendous ability to be one of the healthiest states. But I would say that that's not really necessarily to do with the governance of California, but really to do with the environment and the type of people who are attracted, frankly, to live in California at all costs, let's be honest. When I was in Los Angeles recently, you know, I went out to the beach and, you know, everybody's out there running and, you know, biking and doing all sorts of crazy stuff, you know, like the muscle beach and everything else. Um, I, I think it's really interesting, but really you have to talk about the fact and, and I want to give props to California on this. I'm not going to even kind of argue it. California has some of the best weather in the entire world, you know, so people, oh, have, the, we have, people have the ability to be <laughs> outside a lot you know to be active you know here in texas i'm not gonna lie you know weather gets quite hot you know during the summer we have like 100 days that are over 90 degrees and 
you know, that encourages people to live, stay more inside and stay more sedentary. And it's an unfortunate thing, by the way, you know, uh, Texas has had its challenges on that and stuff but in terms of the weather. And then again, how that affects the health of the population. Um, I, so I yeah. definitely would say that that's probably, in my opinion, um, the main cause, in my opinion, in terms of the health stuff. But as far as the accident thing, I don't have a good answer for you because I did not see that statistic. So I'm not going to even really try and speculate about that um, because I just don't really know a whole lot well, about that sort of information. I mean, accidents for a reason, right? <laughs> you know, it's hard to track accidents, but for some reason, you guys have a lot of accidents. Maybe you have weird drivers or something, but uh, I want to touch on your point, And this is one of the easiest points to make, which is why I'm waiting yeah, Just go ahead and make it. the slam dunk of how beautiful. California has the absolute best weather and it is the most beautiful state, one of the most beautiful places on earth. And to all the haters out there who say America is this ugly, gross place, Take a trip around California, you will be amazed at the beautiful things you see. You, you like hot weather, we got deserts. You like cold <laughs> weather, we got the north. You like it where it rains, we have basically Oregon where it rains every day. You like it to be sunny, you can go to San Diego and they have like the best weather of all time. It is truly unbelievable. When I left, uh, so I, I'm back home in Georgia for Christmas visiting my parents at their house. When I left, it was December 23rd, it was 73 degrees, with a low of 64, 0% chance of rain. You cannot beat that anywhere. And if you don't like that, there are even microclimates. There are places in San Francisco where one mile away, it's always five degrees warmer and five miles away, it's five degrees cooler at all times. It's unbelievable. Not to mention, it is absolutely stunning. We're just gonna talk about some of the things that you can get in California, you can get nowhere else. I'm not even explaining to you why they're nice. Look them up, that's the Golden Gate Bridge. We have a million beaches, Big Bear, if you like mountains, Yosemite National Park, unbelievably beautiful, amazingly well-kept, that's tax money, by the way, San Diego, the whole city is amazing, Joshua Tree National Park, Lake Tahoe, Napa Valley, Big Sur, you can go to Disneyland, Palm Springs, Mammoth Lake, and the Redwood Forest up north, all truly spectacular places in pristine condition. And I think people are so quick to forget the absolute natural beauty of the state. I mean, no matter where you go, there's an ability to see things that you're not gonna see anywhere in America. So, uh, you know, you're gonna have pleasant people who are healthy, like we've said. There are plenty of places that are really affordable and they are truly unbelievably beautiful places. You know, if you, you can talk for an hour just about how amazing Yosemite National Park is. You know, I mean, I feel bad that you even have to respond to this point. <laughs> it's a sarcasm here but actually you know I would totally agree with you and I would say that think I, I don't know maybe you'll back me up on this but I would say that if you've never been to California you need to visit California and if you've never been to Texas you need to visit Texas because I really 100% I genuinely think you know people want to stereotype both of these states by you know what they see on TV and what the news focuses on and stuff but really I think you need to go and visit for yourself if you have the opportunity and ability to do so because you know, both of these states are more than just a monolith. They're not just one type of people. They're not just one type of environment. You know, there's five different um, ecological regions in Texas. I live in the Piney Woods area. You know, there's miles and miles of beaches along the Gulf Coast, uh, the Gulf of Mexico. People really like frequenting um, the rivers during the summer. They float the rivers. There's a lot of natural springs that are super beautiful around Texas. 
the hill country is absolutely gorgeous. Um, you can go out to Big Bend National Park. Uh, we have the Alamo, which is pretty fantastic. You know, remember I the remember Alamo? That. Always, always remember the Alamo. <laughs> um, you know, it, and there's a lot of really fascinating history. There's a lot of diverse people, a lot of diverse landscapes. You know, I was interested looking at um, Houston versus Los Angeles. I just felt like that was an interesting comparison in terms of like the demographics and stuff. And demographically, they're almost equally diverse in terms yeah. of demographics. Uh, both have a very high Latino population. Um, Houston has a lot higher African-American population than LA does, but mm -hmm. LA has a higher Asian population than Houston does. But really, you know, you have a lot of different people, you know. It, so talking about that, I will say that California is absolutely beautiful. You should 100% go there. It's a great place to vacation wonderful place to vacation enjoy it you know oh if they if they ever reopen disneyland you know maybe you know governor newsom comrade newsom can reopen disneyland someday and you should go out there too i'm sure but <laughs> I'd, I'd push back and say you know that i think that really what texas lacks there is natural beauty in texas but what texas lacks in terms of you know some of these landscapes and stuff they really make up for in the culture you know great food throughout texas Tex-Mex cuisine, amazing. Um, you know, a lot of different people from around the world in the cities, so there's a lot of different things. Um, we have kolaches, which are um, interesting because there is a big um, history of Texas that's very much like Czech people, um, people from Central Europe, Germany and things. So there's a lot of history in Texas that's really interesting. Um, and you just have a lot of very diverse cultures. Um, with the you know Latino culture, the rodeos that we have here, um, you know, with this history of ranching and a history of working the land, I think that there's just so much in terms of the culture. And people are extremely friendly here. They're very nice. Everyone's great. You know, when I go to other states, I'm like, what is happening with you people? Why are y'all so rude? <laughs> like, what is happening here? Um, you know, but people are very friendly in Texas. They're very you know willing to help you, whatnot. And so I think that's something that, you know, maybe the weather isn't always so perfect here. I'm not going to tell you that uh, Houston weather is better than LA's. It's just not. <laughs> um, it's just not. It's, it's not. But, you know, what we lack in that, we make up for in the ability of the amazing economy that we've created here in Texas, the amazing cultures that exist around the state. And there are beautiful areas to visit as well. I hear that. And, you know, I'm, I'm actually going to back you up on a lot of those points. As someone who's been to Texas, obviously, you know, we're friends. I've been to your house a couple of times in Houston, but I've also been to Dallas. And I've driven all the way through Texas three times. Very few people can say they've done. I've actually the only, I do want to go to myself. Austin. Yeah. <laughs> we got to go to Austin next year, by it's, the way. Austin's a really great city. I think you'd love it. It's California Junior. A lot of Texans don't like Austin, but a lot of Californians do. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I'll check it out next uh, year. But yeah. uh, I just want to, and I agree with a lot of those points, but I want to finalize with my last point by saying that I believe that if there's any place that has it better, it's Irvine, California. I believe Irvine, California for the average family is the best place in America. And because I believe strongly in America, I believe it's the best place in the entire world to live. And I'm gonna tell you a little bit of why. In 2018, can you guess how many people were murdered? Five. Zero. There were zero <laughs> homicides in Irvine, California. Uh, they have a very low poverty rate. 
they had an unemployment rate in 2018 of 2.8%, insanely low. Mm -hmm. It is one of, it has been multiple times rated the safest place in all of America, which is insane considering it's within about 50 miles of LA County. Uh, so you can go to LA essentially whenever you want, but the median household income is $101,000. This is a micro city. This is a major industrial city that has a lot of great things going for it. It was, yeah, again, rated the safest city multiple years. So you've got essentially LA weather, you've got a big strolling city, and you know, is it full of all these Hollywood elites? No. It's actually dominated strongly by uh, their healthcare center and their trade, some of the most common jobs in the place. Uh, basically, there are lots of average people who are doing exceptionally well. Um, UC Irvine is there, which again, as we mentioned, is one of the top 10 best public universities. Um, you get a bunch of discounts for living in the area. So you're going to make a bunch of money. It's incredibly easy to get a job that pays well. It's incredibly safe. to school that gives you an amazingly great outcome anywhere in America. And, you know, you have the opportunity to be a few hours away from the beach, uh, a few hours out of Los Angeles, depending on the You can go to Disneyland as soon as it opens. And you have the ability to, you know, be very close to, you know, um, LAX. So you can travel very easily. You know, it is such an amazing place that gets underrepresented. But I was just kind of using that as an example to say that there are literally tens of cities similar to this in California. You know, as someone who grew up in Georgia my whole life, uh, we use a place like Alpharetta, which is a nice city about the size of Irvine, you know, and people make okay money, but the outcomes are so much lower. And in California, the, the normal American family is doing so much better than they are shown. They are so much healthier than they're shown. You know, they have so many more opportunities. They're going to better schools and getting better outcomes that you're gonna see on the news. So that kind of is uh, the finalized from my case. You wanna make uh, your wrap up points? Um, well, I have a lot of interesting points that we haven't even gotten to get to, but that's uh, Well, okay. we got a minute 30 left on the time. a minute so. 30, okay. <laughs> well, you know, I think that you say that the average person is doing so great in California, but there's a lot of people who are suffering in the state of California a lot with the homeless True. population, people living in the south side of LA, you know, the average person, I think it's hard for you to summarize like everybody in this state is doing great because I don't think that's true for any place anywhere in the world, frankly. Um, True, murder rate in Houston, very bad. <laughs> the murder rate in Los Angeles is higher, thank you very much. Um, okay, okay. <laughs> but, you know, I think it's, Really, I think for me, you know, Texas is such a great state. The culture is amazing. The food is amazing. The people are amazing. I have what, nine seconds? Okay. The food is 30 seconds. <laughs> you need to visit. Um, you know, I have a lot more to say. I think we're going to have to continue this discussion because I think that there's some more things we need to discuss about, you know, some of the unique challenges and, you know, hmm. positive things about both of these states okay. that. I it's called we'll Texafornia. To we're going to do Texas versus California a million times and we're going to see yeah. how things change. So uh, please like, subscribe and follow the podcast. We really thank you. Uh, suggest any topics you guys want to see in the comments, you know, or hit us up on TikTok as well. Thanks so much. And we will see you guys in the very next episode next Wednesday.
Let us know what you think in the comments down below, please. Bye.